continues for the first day of November, which is the seventh day of Cheshvan. We are in the first parak of Bikurim on Mishnah Zion. Hifrish Bikurav. He separated out his Bikurim from his field. And then he sold his field. Now, it sounds like he was intending to sell his field because if he had separated Bikurim and then his field dried up, well, that's a case we had in the Mishnah yesterday. So maybe ve'eno kore. He has to bring these bikurim, but he can't be kore because he doesn't own the land anymore that they came from. The hasheni and the second, referring to the second man in the situation, the buyer of the field, me'oto hamin eno maybe from that same species that the first owner, the prior owner, had separated. He doesn't bring because it sounds like that species is yotze. Mimin acher. If there's another species on that field, another one of the seven species that the first owner did not separate, maybe the koi, then the second owner can bring that and even recite the passage because after all, he is the land owner now. Rita says even that same species that the first owner had separated, the second owner can bring Bikorim and Bikore can read the Parsha. Rabbi Yehuda holds if there were two owners, both of them are allowed to bring. But the partner says the halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda. Mishnah Chayet. Hifrish Bikurav. He separated his Bikurim. Niv Zazu. But Nebuch, they were plundered. Namaku. Or they spoiled. They rotted. Nignavu. Or they were stolen. Um, Plundered is like, you know, the, the Crusades came through. Or like an army came through. And stolen is, of course, like uh, secretive and besetter. Ovdu, they were lost. Oshnitmu, or they became tame. Maybe acherim tahtehim ve'enokori. So no, he has to bring replacement bikorim in place of the first. Now, maybe they're not going to be quite as gishmak as the very first and best, but, you know, you pick the second best. You try to do what you can, even if you couldn't do it perfectly, as they famously say, now, it's probably in the Gemara somewhere on both sides. They famously say, uh, perfect is the enemy of good enough. Of course, you want second best here because you would bring a replacement Bikore. But ain't no Kore, so it, it doesn't Bikore because he, the, the originals were lost. Hashniim and the second set, the replacements, Einam Chayavin Leim Chumish. He's not Chayav the one-fifth. Now, the one-fifth we're talking about here is if a non-Kohen eats Truma, then they have to pay back a fifth extra, like a tax. And that fifth was a fifth of the total, meaning it's 25% of the original. So you're adding on a fifth milavar uh, from the outside, from the so the total, in, the total amount increases by one-fifth. And since Bikurim are like Truma and that they're only given to the Kohen and his family, so too this din of Chomash would apply. But here these are merely replacements and not the originals, so they would be putter from this. Nitzme'u ba'azora. If they got tame once they were already in the azora, no fits ve'eno kore. He could shake out the basket, dump out the basket, and he does not recite the passage. He doesn't have to bring a replacement in this case because Lemaisa, he's yose, he got the fruit, he got the produce into the azora, so he did his part but he didn't get to actually do the ceremony yet when they got Tame in the temple. So they can't eat the fruit, but what about the baskets? The Mepharshim say they actually give the basket empty to 
the Cohen, probably as long as it's not Tame, depending on what the basket's made of. Um, because I, the, there's a Pasuk actually says, The Kohen takes the basket from his hand. So sometimes that's actually totally literal, and sometimes the fruit got Tame in the Azara, and all he gets is the basket.